All right, Tim. What do we want to do? Do you want to write down a script or something? What do we want to do about our a little? Um, well, there's something short and sweet, but I guess we gotta like have the website or something like. You know what I mean? We gotta like advertise it, I guess. What's, what's the website? Is it is it pastthepopcorn.neozass? I don't really know. Let's all go to the podcast. I don't know. Let's all go to the podcast. Let's all go to the podcast. Pa- okay, pastthepopcorn.neozass.com. Yeah, there you go, Tim. All right, so yeah, let's let's just let's just try it. When you say pass the popcorn, pause and I go pass the popcorn. Okay. Like I do on all of the episodes. It's <laughs> it's it's my thing. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Hi there, this is Chris. And this is Tim. And we are trying to get more listeners for our podcast called Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn. <clears throat> Pass the Popcorn is a show that Chris and I who see we we see a ton of movies each. We do. Me more so than him. We uh we basically just sit down and we talk about the movies we saw that week. We're really great at self-promotion. We hope that you join us. You can you can find Pass the Popcorn all at the same places you find Star Wars in Character or the Grady's or what have you. All the Neozaz things. You can find them on iTunes. And you can also find us at passthepopcorn.neozaz.com. So next hey, time... Chris. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. Next time you're at a movie theater and you look over and you see me or Tim, we might ask you to... Pass the Popcorn. Listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones. Backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello, and welcome to Indiana Jones in Character. Right, Dave? <laughs> You're asking for me to confirm that that's the show you're on. I, I, we're doing so many shows now. I don't know what we're doing next. Past the popcorn, the Grady's, stores and character. I mean, we're, we're busy people. I know. We need naps. Running a podcast empire is taxing. It, it is. It's exhausting. Just think how Matt feels. <laughs> I know. How's he doing? He is frisky, though. That's right. We have each other. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> Making friends for the world to see. We're doing an episode, I think his name is Renee. Yeah. Beloche. Beloche. They call him Beloche. <laughs> Bella. This is the one we forgot. It was like, like months ago. Well, we, we had said, yeah, we That's said right. that we were going to do him and then we forgot which one it was. I blame you. You blame me? Yeah. Why me? Because you know everything. Oh. Don't ask my memory. Okay. You know his middle name? No. Emil. How do you know that? Is it said in the movie? No. Okay. It was actually supposed to be his, his actual name. It was supposed to be Emil Belloc. But they uh, changed it to Rene. Isn't Rene a girl's name? No. It's a Rene, French. Rene Russo. It's a, well, but it's a French male name. There's a lot of hockey. Are we saying, are we saying it right? Yeah. There's a lot of hockey players named Rene. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Renee Emile Belloc. What are your thoughts before we get started? I think one of the greatest characters from an Indiana Jones movie ever. I Maybe think- because of the actor, too. It's so, so cool. You're a big fan? <laughs> Ask me how many movies I've seen with Paul Freeman in. Yeah, he hasn't been in the things that we've necessarily... We'll talk about him at the end. But uh, 
Everybody loves Belloc. Everybody. It's a shame he had to die at the end of the first one. He would have been cool to bring back. Spoiler. No, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't see the end yet. <laughs> well, Rene Belloc was a French archaeologist and the nemesis of sorts of Indiana Jones. Everybody knows that. Right. He was born into a wealthy winemaking family, and he had a brother named Claude. That was going to be my um, trivia question for you, was what was on the wine bottle? Seriously? It was. Oh. I looked at it, but it says some kind of Hindu whatever language. <laughs> I couldn't Something make it in out. Arabic? Yeah, I couldn't make it out. I would. My answer would have been, it's my family label. Because <laughs> that's what he says when he he's did. trying to get in Marion's pants. Oh. <laughs> he speaks French, German, English, Spanish, and the dialect of South American tribes, which we hear him say in uh, the beginning of Raiders. That's five languages? Six yeah, languages? he's he knows his stuff, man. It's amazing. When he's uh, talking to the Jovitos... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about food, too. Like, <laughs> he's speaking their language. Too bad the Hobbitos don't know you the way I do, Bella. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> we knew India as a young man. They were both studying archaeology at college in France at the Sorbonne. Okay. And, uh, but the, the official meeting online is in 1922 at a dig in Iraq. This starts a long line of Belloc being a douchebag. Yeah, he, yeah. But okay. he's a cool douchebag. Well, yeah. He stole artifacts and sold them on the black market. Uh, so he started making shady contacts at a very young age. While he was at school, he stole and used as his own a paper that Indy wrote and won a scholarship to the Archaeological Society. That's bullshit. That's messed up. Isn't that like plagiarism? That is exactly what that is. Okay. Indy could not prove it. He couldn't prove it was his. And getting this grant, this Archaeological Society Prize from the paper that Indy wrote, he got a job as the assistant curator at the Louvre in France. That sucks. In Paris. Yeah, like he's like from the young age. Awful. Why is like why does Indy talk to him still at all? I don't think he has a choice. I think he's always like in his face. In your face. <laughs> in the face. He was fired from that job within a year because he funded a grave robbery in Persia, which resulted in the deaths of some of the museum's employees and another British archaeologist. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's a good backstory. It's long, and every every one of the things is like him just being... He's an asshole. Oh, yeah. He, he was responsible for people dying, and he got That's... fired from the job. This this starts a long line of him finding and stealing things and selling them to the highest bidder. Um, he took shady jobs wherever he could get them. He destroyed some Viking ruins in one of the stories I met. Like he doesn't that's, care. That's, he doesn't care about archaeology. He just wants the fame and fortune and the money, fortune and glory, kid. kid. That's right. See trivia. <laughs> By 1930, he was already working for the Nazis. Uh, they were looking for some kind of Norse scroll. Uh, one of the things that they were looking for, because the Nazis, they talk about this like when uh, Major Eaton, William Hookins, uh, is talking about how the Nazis have been looking for all kinds of like, I don't know, like enchanted things. Yeah, and deep, Dipping into mythology. Like they're, they're, they're doing, trying to find anything that would get them an edge. The one thing they were looking for was a drug that con could control men. It was in some Norse scroll. Was it a little blue pill? What is that? Viagra. <laughs> that controls men. <laughs> it does control one part of men. <laughs> 
Not that I used it or anything. I, I just heard. <laughs> is this a confession? No. No. I don't use that. See? Well, <laughs> somebody had this scroll and he, and, and, he, and he stole it. Guess who had the scroll? Indy. Marcus. Marcus. Marcus had the scroll. Belloc stole the scroll from Marcus. Indy steals it, steals it back from him, although he didn't know it was replaced with a different scroll. Like Indy did a, like a little, a little switch, switcheroo. Yeah. He gave him a different scroll. Belloc didn't know it was a different scroll. Unrolls it to the uh, Nazis, and it's a, it was a printed out copy of the Torah, the Jewish Bible. So okay. he really and totally embarrassed Belloc in front of the Nazis because it's like, I have it's, your it's, scroll. It's a smack in his face. Yeah, it reminds me of the uh, Brady Bunch episode when they went to uh, the islands and nope. uh, Mr. Brady thought he was unveiling the blueprints for a house, but it was really one of the kids' Yogi Bears posters. Is there, is there any pop culture that you don't know? You don't remember that Brady Bunch? I watched it, but I don't remember it. Brady Bunch at all with the with the cursed necklace when Greg gets hurt surfing. No, yeah, they go they go and they get a they get a Yogi Bear poster and it accidentally gets switched with the blueprints. Sorry. And he goes to the meeting and he's like, "And here are the blueprints for the house. All of his houses look hey, the same." Boo-boo. Yeah, and it's Yogi Bear, and he was like, "Oh, geez, this no. is embarrassing." I, I can't say I remember that episode, Dave. No, no, Brady Bunch in character. <laughs> All right, so let's see. In 1931, Indy and Belloc start this long-standing rivalry where they're often going for the <laughs> What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what Lucas was- walked past us going to the bathroom, pinching his nipples on the way by. I'm as happy as a little girl. <laughs> He was he was manipulating those things. <laughs> he was, and he's like, "Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom." <laughs> he's trying to, to tune in the radio station or something. <laughs> Today's weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what was Cla- that? Cloudy with a chance of nipples. <laughs> oh, don't throw tree octopuses at us, Jack. Well, we're recording an episode. Yeah, here. this is this is talent. We are a professional. Just because this isn't Philly's full count, are you trying to sabotage? My bad. My bad. Oh, oh, oh. Herman, <laughs> Herman Munster. <laughs> in 1931, both Indy and Belloc are after a ruby and these five statues that Indy outsmarts them. So they kind of go back and forth. Like in the movie, Belloc always kind of wins. One, he's one up on him. Yeah, I mean, except for the end, obviously. But uh, there were times that Indy did outsmart him. In 1932, Belloc actually becomes interested in the Grail. Like, like uh, this is while Henry is Jones cool. Sr. is looking after, looking into Grail lore and becoming a Grail uh, expert. He becomes interested in Grail lore and a manuscript called the Book of the Spells of Merlin. Okay, so this has somehow has something to do with the Holy Grail and King okay. Arthur and all that kind of stuff. He's approached by a German doctor. He so this man distrusts. Belloc right away like Belloc goes to this German doctor and says like I need your help with this book of the spells of Merlin Uh, but because Belloc is already involved with the Nazis this German doctor who is not a Nazi distrusts him and the relationship falls apart the guy does then because he knows Henry Jones Sr. is after the grail and is the foremost scholar on it he writes Henry Jones Sr. about it so it's possible that Henry Jones Sr. knows who Belloc is that's cool it is cool 
like you know like like Belloc doesn't have any ties with any of that stuff but if you you know retcon it all the way back to this Henry Jones knows who Belloc is but in a way like this Belloc Belloc has to know that Indy's Henry Jones son yeah he's gotta know he has to know he's gotta so he started collecting artifacts on the black market on behalf of the Nazis including the crystal skull of Kozan is that a movie yet? No, it's not that crystal skull. Okay. <laughs> it's a different crystal. It looks just like the crystal Is skull. It really? Jones goes after it and is captured by Nazis, and Belloc orders him to be shot. But Indy escapes. Ordered Indy? Yeah. Like like had had you know this backstory gone through, like like that's how much rivals they are. He he almost he wanted him killed. It's like it's like the spy versus spy, and the one's the good and the white one, you know. Black there you go. Going at it. In nineteen thirty four the skull goes missing and they agree to work together. How could Indy work with this guy after all this mess? In New Orleans. They end up at odds and uh, New Orleans, I know why. Why? Do you know what happens there? Mardi Gras. Is that why? Yeah. Do you know what happens at Mardi Gras? Beads. Beads? Mm-hmm. And boobs. You have the, there you go. Beads and boobs. <laughs> and your son and his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Are you right over there? Your nipples? God. <laughs> He's ignoring you. He is. So they end up at odds, and Belloc challenges Indy to a duel. What kind of duel? Like a straight out, you know, like old-fashioned duel. Ten paces and turn and shoot. No. Yeah. And he shoots Indy in the arm. Does he really? Yeah. None, they both purpose get, or just... Yeah. No, like he tries to kill him. He shoots him in the arm. So this is like you know they like he ha- orders him to be shot. Well, he tried. Then he tried to shoot him. Then they work together. Then he tries to shoot him. Later that year, Indy had a dig planned for months in Saudi Arabia. When Indy gets to the dig in the spot, he's got everything ready. When he gets there, he finds that Belloc has already been there and done the dig. <laughs> it's just, I, I'm angry. I mean, poor Indy. This is. It seems this is like me- this is like the gift. The gift. One's a bully. <laughs> Gordo the weirdo. <laughs> Belloc the weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems to me that throughout their relationship, Belloc got the best of Indy almost every time, except in the but end. I can't see Belloc being like Indiana Jones, like 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 going under the rocks and the spider webs and doing stuff. No, he's a cherry picker. He yeah. sits and waits, just like he does in Raiders, yeah. for Indy to do all the work, and then he swoops in. He does. He does swoop in. 1935, another idol. Belloc warns Indy about another archaeologist's involvement. It turns out that his feud with this other guy was worse than his feud with Indy. Worse than that. Yeah, so like there's some other guy going for the same idol as Indy, and Belloc hates this other guy even worse than he hates Indy. What's his name? I, I didn't even write that. I think that guy was British or something like that. Um, So... That's how bad his feud with this other guy is that he warns Indy this guy's looking for the same idol. I mean, maybe in his way, he's trying to get information to come and swoop in and get it from both of them. Who knows? Maybe. 1935, we talked about this on a different episode. Belloc is in Shanghai working for Lao Shea to find the remains of Nurhachi, just like Indy is. So Lao Shea's trying to get these remains, and he'll hire whomever. Belloc's involved. Belloc just wants that diamond. Remember that eye yeah. of the peacock? Yeah. So Belloc's involved in that. He's always on Indy's coattails and stealing his thunder. It's almost like, I always feel like, like Indy knows where everything is, and then Belloc hears about it and gets there first. Yeah. It's like Carrie always in his character in Twister. Like they're following yeah. Bill Paxton. <laughs> the Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt do all the work, and then Carrie... Debris! 
<laughs> yeah, five is a finger of God. Belloc hears that Indy's plane crashes. This is post-Temple of Doom. I mean, it's the raft, the whole deal from... And Doom happens before Raiders. Doom happens before Raiders, okay. so we're still not at Raiders. Belloc hears that Indy's plane crashed in India and went to the crash site to confirm his dead body. He wants to know if Indy's dead. Knowing him, he would collect Indy's body and put it like you know like on the black market yeah (laughs) you know museum or something so he follows indy's trail through the you know through the jungle to that village when he gets to the village they told him the story of indy rescuing the children like so really if you want to retcon this further you're watching temple of doom whatever indy's doing belloc is right behind him that that is cool he's always there he's like his shadow so now you get to the movie. Okay. So here's an Indy's looking for the temple of the Chichapoyan warriors. And he lies to the Javitos saying that outsiders are coming to violate the sacred grounds. So he gets on the Javito's good side because he's saying that, you know, Indy's coming and he's going to mess up your stuff. Okay. So that's why they Even trust him. Even though he wanted it all along. Yeah, that's why they trust him. When Indy whips, you know, like at the beginning when that Baranka guy tries to shoot Indy and Indy whips him yeah. and the gun goes off. Yeah. That alerts. I didn't never thought about this. That's what alerts the Hovitos to Indy even being there. Gunshot. So that the noise. Yeah, that Baranka guy trying to shoot him. Had that not happened, he might have got in and got out got without out. them even knowing he was there. But that gunshot. So it's Indy's fault. Well, yeah, Baranka's fault, but Indy's fault for for not getting out of his hand. For not getting out of his hand. She would have had him to shoot him. You know. No, well, no, I guess not. They would have heard that. Too. <laughs> yeah. So that puts the Hovitos on his trail. They heard the gunshot. They tracked Baraka and got his location. Like they, they interrogate him. Like when you see the next time you see Baraka, he's got the poison darts on his back. They how got, many? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's your trivia question. That's not my trivia question. Okay. They got him to tell them where Indy's Indy's uh, trail was, and he you know, dimed on him, and then they killed him anyway. So Baraka is the fault for that, too. While that is all going on, Belloc is already under contract by Dietrich and Hitler himself to find the Ark. Right. So, you know, like, (laughs) we talked about that, I think, on the Dietrich uh, episode as well. He built, he built we, we're getting into the movie. Everybody knows the movie. Toad has the burn on his hand. Belloc himself builds that replica staff of raw headpiece from Toad's burn. Yeah. So, like, that was built by, Toad, by, by Belloc himself. The relationship with the Nazis was interesting because they listened to him for a while, to me, uh, his interrogation of Marion. Like, they kind of let him do that, that whole thing with my family label and everything. Right, right. So, you know, after a while, that falls apart, obviously, when they throw her in the well of souls. Like, he's really upset about that. (laughs) That's your favorite sound effect. I I love that sound effect. Because someone asked us to to try to do that. I I go, I can't whistle like like he's doing it. I just do it like you do, you know. Where were we? (laughs) His interrogation of Marianne is, is a highlight in that. Because she, like, you see her early drinking with those guys. She can right. hold her liquor. Oh, God. And with that, I watched it today, and and where she does it real fast, he's like, ugh. And then he drinks it and coughs. He can't keep, keep up with her. Yeah. And the part where she's eating eating the roll. <laughs> she's eating the roll, and 
You can see her try this on, and, and she's like, oh, God, like some kind of weird, like, oh She's my. acting drunk. Yeah, yeah. She is a little drunk, though. A little bit. Because when she pulls the knife on him and he starts laughing, she just starts, like, giggling like she's drunk. Right. And and she is, she's, she can she can take him. She can outdrink him. Oh, yeah. She can outdrink anybody. So the back and forth relationship is really the story of their relationship. Belloc steals the ark. Indy steals it back. Belloc steals it again on the Bantu wind. Yeah. Belloc's biggest mistake was setting up the opening ritual. If he hadn't have done that and just taken it straight to Hitler, yeah. he possibly would have killed Hitler. Yeah, true. Because if they had just opened it there with Hitler, all that he stuff would have happened. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff would have happened to Hitler in World War II, like, you know, would have happened. Would have been over, kind yeah. of like. So he kind of saves Hitler's life by doing that. Um, Indy threatens to blow up the Ark in that one scene when Belloc has the upper hand. You always mention that's this where he eats the fly with the fly in his mouth. And somebody else, <clears throat> I think it may be Eric on our page, was like, you know, how many flies does Belloc eat? Yeah, I still like you. You it's, mention it's, this all the time. I actually, for the first time ever, I saw it today, and I noticed it's it, it, it's on his cheek. It goes to his lip, but then it looks like it doesn't look like he he sucks it in and and, and inhales it. But his lips are moving. I think it just flies away. But you don't see it fly away. It just vanishes. Yeah. It looks like he ate it, but there's a, when Harrison has the rocket launcher, there's flies all over his hands and face. Just because they're out in the desert. I guess so, yeah. And it's nasty. But he and does eat a fly. You always say that. He does, he does eat a fly. You're not the only, the only you know, person that, that knows that. And that's the same corral? What's it called? Canyon. Canyon. Where it's R2 in Star is. Wars. Yeah, which is so cool. Yeah, it is cool. So the movie goes on, shoots out the fire, you know, from all the, like the fire comes out of him and into the Nazis. His head blows up and his body goes up. Right. Um, you know, everybody kind of knows how that ends. Now, Belloc has a son. He used his father's diary to try and track Indy to right. get revenge. Leave Indy alone, will you? But he can't ever really put it together. And that's kind of where the story ends. So that's where Belloc's fate obviously ends in that day. But there isn't much of an epilogue because. The son can't track Indy. Well, good. <laughs> well, good. Your dad did it all, you know? Belloc really wins bit, most of the time, though. He does, but it's because Indy's taking him there, like guiding him what to do, and he just sits back. And then he just waits for Indy to do it, and oh, that's mine. That's mine. Like, I think, I, I didn't play it yet. This is when we they, they first meet Indy after he got the idol, and one of my favorite lines in the movie. Dr. Jones. Again, we see there is nothing you can possess which I cannot take away. I just, I just love how he says it. Yeah, he's awesome in the movie. It sums up their whole relationship, that one line. And we're talking about Paul Freeman. Uh, you mentioned, like, he's in a lot of stuff. He does a lot of BBC uh, yeah. work. He does. Have you ever seen anything else he's been in? I mean, he's been in some American things. I don't think I have. I bet you have. Like, did you see Hot Fuzz with Simon Pegg? Yeah. He's in that. He was in ER. Never like, watched the TV it. show. Uh, he was in the movie Double Team with Jean-Claude Van Damme and I Dennis Rodman. I saw that. I know you saw that. He was on an episode of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, but he was a different character. He He's still alive? I think so. Is he really? Yeah, I don't think he's at Why all. Why is he doing shows, man? I don't know. You got to go to England. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. And... Uh, our friend Eric from uh, high school pointed out that he is a uh, in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. <laughs> I saw that as in the in the, the the purple guy. Yeah, he's like all made up. I mean, he's in full on makeup. So uh, 
he's he is great, but never really capitalized maybe on how great he was in that movie and and what it what it meant to cinema. He's seventy two years old. Yeah. And it, you know these photos of him and other stuff. Yeah, doesn't even look like him. Right. Like I, I can't even like that's him. I can't even tell that that that's that's him. At some point, they were gonna have a storyline of young Belloc on that young Indiana Jones Chronicles show, but they they scrapped the idea. He has to be one of the most the most famous like villains of the indie movies. Belloc, yeah. you know. And the fact that they knew each other as kids, it's like that whole Lex Luthor. Clark Kent kind of thing, even Doctor Evil and Austin Powers. It's like it's yeah. like cool when these guys know each other from a young age, and they did a good job with this backstory. It's it's just him being treacherous over and over and over again until it finally seals his fate. You know what sucks? He was he was on the Secrets and Lies TV show. It was just on last year. I watched the whole the whole series. You didn't know it was him. He, he played, just, played a sheriff. He looks very different now. I mean, he's he's a much older man, but uh, I did see what uh, it's a, shame, a favorite of Indiana Jones fans the world over. So. He is awesome. I have trivia for you, Dave. All right, that's all I got on uh, Belloc Belosh. Even though we're not keeping score, you and that you don't keep score anymore, huh? I'm keeping scores for suckers. Okay. All right, these, these are good questions that I handwritten myself. Yep. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Ready? Yeah, yeah, I can tell these are going to be good already. You're looking at them and you're smiling. All right. Um, how many flies does he eat? Quick question one. No. Um, when when Indy is in that when he first is like he thinks Marion's dead, he's sitting there and Belloc's there and they're, and they're talking. Yeah. Where does Belloc? Where where can Belloc find his next adversary? According to Indy. Try the local sewer. <laughs> Why does he sound drunk? Because Indy's drunk. Okay, that's 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 correct. <laughs> that's a great scene. That's an awesome scene. That's when uh, Sala's kids save Indy. I never knew it was kids until what, until you did the Sala episode. Oh, well, after this, we got to talk about my trip. That's right. I am right. Okay. All right. Um, when Marion and him are getting drunk and blah blah blah, according to Balak, how far is the desert if she tries to escape in every direction? That is a great question. I know it's like he doesn't care if she escapes because the the desert is so many miles in every direction. She's she's just gonna die in the desert if she escapes. Right, correct. Um, how, how far? I'm trying to think. According according to what he said. I don't know, I'm just guessing ten. Ten miles in every direction. I'm gonna I'll give you a hint. Yeah. I don't want it. In distance, I want it in like kilometers. No, what? In, in lengths of, of days. Oh, two days, three weeks. Whoa, yeah. really? Yeah. Three weeks in every, every direction? direction. Yeah, I had forgotten that. Okay. That's a great question. Good question. Thank you. I handwritten these myself. Say <laughs> handwritten. Yeah. I see. All right, now this one's easy, and I think. I'll, I want to bring over your son real fast because he might know this. All right, come over here. My son won't. <laughs> your son's too busy manipulating his nipples. Yes. Why are you pinching your nipples for? Why were you pinching your nipples? I wasn't. Yes, I saw you it. were. You were piercing, <laughs> pinching your nipples when you walked past us. I'm as happy as a little girl. I he said you were. I wasn't doing it. That's the All greatest right. kid comeback for everything. You were. Why are you, <laughs> you were pinching your nipples. No, you were. 
Alright, ready? Jack. Close enough to the mic? Get yes. in close. Get in close. Sit on Chris's lap. Have you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? No, I have okay. not. Never seen it before in my life. He's seen New it several times. What yes. is Belloc? You know him? Yes, Who I is? know Belloc. What is Belloc's last line in the movie? I know. I know you would. Alright, you're, you're my... You, listen, if you get this wrong... You're doing ten push-ups. <laughs> I'm doing ten push-ups. No, you have you're, to know you this. Think about it. I, the, last, the last scene you see him in. Where? Yeah, where do you see him last? Well, when he when his head gets off. Yeah, correct. He says something. He yells it. He does before the ghosts turn bad. You know when the ghosts are first flying around, they're very pretty. Yeah, I know, I know. They're very I, pretty, but but they're not pretty. There's something else. Elegant. It's, 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 <laughs> it's two words. Beautiful. Oh. So what does he say? I don't know. I don't know. I'll give it to him. Do push-ups. Beautiful. No. Get down right now. Aspirations. Down. Push-ups. <laughs> I want to hear him. I want to hear grunting. You want to hear the push-ups? I want to hear grunting. Get on the floor. On the floor. Now. Do it. <laughs> no, you get down. Don't, don't sound effects. Here we go. Count them off. Please. One, two, two three, three, four, five, five six, six, seven, eight. Chris, get off his back. <laughs> Ten. Not bad. Ashamed. What do you say, Dave? It's beautiful! <laughs> exactly what he said. It's beautiful? Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Then he starts to melt and, and then they go, dun, 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 And Dietrich goes, Dietrich goes, <laughs> And Tilt goes, That's exactly what And Bella goes, <laughs> Yeah, do it again. like scanners. Do it again. You do it again. You do it again. How are those nipples? How are those nipples? Are they are they nice? Look all at right. them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> He's right. embarrassed. That's now. it. All right. All right. I did all right. I got two. Out but of you three. did. Yes, you did. Well, There's, I got one out. Of but those three. were awesome questions, weren't they? they I watched were scenes. Excellent. Thank you very much. Those Dave. were your best questions on anyone they, ever. They, they actually were. Yeah, they were. Listen to you. I'm you're proud. Like taking full credit. Yeah, they were great. All right. Well, I went on a trip. Me and my son. Yes. To Connecticut to, with Derek Boyer to the Mohegan Sun to meet Short Round. Is that a casino? It is, Dave. You would die. It was an Indian reservation casino. Right. I know. I've heard of it. Fantastic. It's. It looks like um, Emerald City from a distance. When you drive around the corner, you see it in, in the mountains. Hmm. Shining. It was gorgeous. Nice. Took us four hours to get there. We were done in 20 minutes. <laughs> We um, got his autograph and immediately. I, I posted it on, on our Facebook page. The guy was a kid. was so nice. He's 43. Kihu Kwan. Yeah, he's 43. He's older than we are. Not much. Not much. He looks great. Looks amazing. He had no line. He was talkative. I was nervous. I, mean, I was going to have him talk to him about my, my, our podcast and everything. But I, was, I was so excited. Yeah. And then we, we went, walked around a little bit more, came back. He had a longer line. A lot of cool photos, goonies, short round, all kind of stuff. So I met him, and it was awesome. That is very cool. Um, he wasn't. He didn't have uh, any photos, buddy. I'm sorry. Is he an Iron Man? No, the other guy from Heroes was there. Who voiced Iron Man? What in the cartoons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put up the video of you talking to. He was. He said he loved your poster. And I loved the poster. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Well, it that's was, cool. It was great. Forty bucks. Or an autograph. That's not bad compared to some of these people. It's not, and I don't know. I regret it now. It was forty or or fifty for autograph and a photo with him with Derek got. But I was like, I could use that ten for another autograph later on. I didn't get another autograph, so I could have used it. Right. So I regret not hugging him. 
close. Hugging him and smelling his hair. Yes. When you hugged him. Yes. I'm sure he's shorter than I you. I would lick his cheek, too. You really? I would have. And what's he taste like? Short round. <laughs> so that's that. That was fun. That was that was a good time. You're gonna, you're gonna hit something in your face with that. All right. Well, that's cool. All right. Well, who are we doing next? Uh, are we, are we doing Doom again? Are we? Or if we do Temple of Doom, maybe we can. Uh, maybe I can. I like combining characters. Maybe we can do the guests at the dinner table. Because we did the dinner table. We, we there's that British. Like, we the, can do the Maharaja. The, the, the kid? The kid. The the British commander. Okay. Uh, the the guy that plays the Maharaja's... Uh, How about the guy who sucks out the... Yeah. Whatever that guy is. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll research all those guys. Maybe we so can we're going to do, do the, the big dinner table scene. The dinner guests. Love it. The Mahar- How about how about we call it the Maharaja and his guests? Sounds good. All right. All right. Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones character featuring Los. <laughs> the next time where it's about people eating food. Oh wait, I wanted to say something oh, else. Yes, go ahead. We've gotten some uh, some feedback about the uh, back door. Oh, of, people of, were mad of the well of souls thing. We got some people saying, you know, that that's not a back door. That you know, they said they've been digging all over, so that could have been a place that they had started digging. So a lot of people came up with explanations for why that's there and i we always answer everybody on facebook and and i congratulated these people i said i'm going with some of these stories right but for for another episode in a row listener and friend of neo's as scott weber had told us this and i, and I had forgotten this i'm going to read you what he said uh, he says, I hate being a smartass, and you're probably getting sick of me chiming in, but there was a deleted scene with the back door to the Well of the Souls. There's a guy there who's chipping away at it, and when he sees Indy come out, he faints. You can see his body laying there in I the final that. cut. I remember that now. So I hadn't remembered that. I guess that this was going to happen as Spielberg decided he wanted to cut it out. But they do kind of explain that maybe somebody was at least paying attention to that, and he said you can still see the guy laying. You, you can. I remember that scene now vividly, yeah. Okay, well, that makes me feel a lot better. Okay. So thank you to everyone who chimed in on the uh, Well of the Souls back door and Scott for, for, for doing that because it needed an explanation. And he even says here he continues, I'm fairly sure they have the deleted scene with that moment on the special features disc along with Spielberg lamenting the fact that they had to lose it. He sounded extremely amused by the surreal nature of the moment. So, thank you to Scott and everybody else for chiming in on that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to no, cut here. That's okay. New sign off, but I wanted to get. Well, that I have it. It gave me an idea for new sign off when you were saying about that. What's that? <laughs> that's all. Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones and Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.ijic.neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information.